back to the off the tips podcast joining me for this week's podcast as always is a is a winning skipper ac fresh off a, a victory in the hamilton club career final winner and a big session on a sunday how, how do you feel mate i'm great mate i'm on a high yesterday was tough admittedly but yeah i feel good today no two-day dust which is outstanding so yeah i'm Back-to-back champions in that format, so pretty cool achievement for the club, and yeah, I'm pretty excited to rip into the golf today as well. I was down watching the the club cricket final, and I got called up into the commentary box and was getting to dissect AC's innings as it happened. So it was it was it was great to do. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I get out like as soon as you joined the commentary box? Yeah, I played well, the podcast too. <laughs> When I say box, I mean a seat and table. <laughs> yeah, but hey, mate, you, you did your job and you fronted for work on Monday. You are a machine. I'll take that. Yeah, a few of the boys were impressed, but you know, man at night, man in the morning, mate. You just gotta, yeah. you gotta deal with it. If, if you're gonna play up, you gotta get up. Oh, you, you, you love to hear it. Of uh not been up to much over the last couple of days, just sorting up out a bit of admin, got out for some holes over the last few days and with some real mixed results. My game just really, really dying on me in my most recent round. I've just, I just can't string it together. Yeah, well, talk us through your game, mate. What's going wrong? <sighs> to put it simply, the, the driver's not, not going straight and the putts aren't going in, mate. It's just... It's not good. I'm just, I'm back to square one. I think I thought I'd turned a corner uh, over the last few weeks, and I just, I just haven't. I've been humbled by the sport. Yeah, that's never a good recipe, is it, mate? You, if you're not putting the ball on play and can't putt, you're screwed, really, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. Two guys that were putting the ball in play and and did it really well this week were John Rahm and Victor Perez. Just clinical performance on their on their respective tours, and we'll dive straight into Abu Dhabi Championship. Victor Perez wins by one over Minwoo Lee and Seb Soderberg. Jeez, dramatic down the stretch there. I'll just for the for the listeners that didn't didn't get it. Perez is coming down 17 and he it's a long par three and he finds the bunker on the right-hand side. Uh, he leads by one at this point and he plays probably if you if you follow the DP World Tour on socials you would have you would have seen this shot this just saucy incredible bunker shot just past the flag on the downslope and rags it back into the cup and and he got up and about. It was, oh, it was an unbelievable shot. I don't know if you caught that, AC. Yeah, that was ridiculous. An unbelievable golf shot. He it's one. That's one of those ones you just dream about. Eh? like just to hold that in that situation. 
was pretty crazy because it was looking like Park could be tough from there. And it was yeah. just such a bonus for him to walk off with a birdie. Well, yeah, well, Min Woo put it in a similar position, not quite in the bunker and and didn't make his par and had to go down the last virtually, well, needing to make eagle, even though Perez made made bogey and was, was home. Dan Hillier made his first start in the in the desert this week at T46 for his first round as a full tour member, which is a solid start to his career. A tough week for Foxy by his standards. Yeah, I thought maybe off the back of the course record at Taraiti, playing with Mike Weir, that he was going to just hit the ground running and light it up. But yeah, wasn't quite to be for Foxy this week, but hopefully he can bounce back. And as you say, that's a great start for Dan Hillier, just to even just to make a cut early on and just get that confidence and hopefully like that feeling that he he really belongs. Yeah, just finding your feet on the big stage and oh, he'll be definitely better than the run. Uh, the Yes Links that they played at quite a cool track. Um, I hadn't seen it before personally. I, I I thought it was really cool without going into too much detail. What what were your thoughts on the track? It was from what I saw, it was great fun to watch. The wind kicked up, and I guess that's why we saw Lowry for a lot of it. He just thrives in those conditions. And another thing that I really enjoyed was just watching pros like negotiate having like uneven lies above their feet, below their feet, and then whether they decide to ride the slope or try hit like a shape against it, it's always it really highlights the different level of play they can get to. It's yeah, so that's always that's always fun to watch for mine. Great to see Padraig Harrington there or thereabouts. The fifty year old just putting himself amongst it with these young blokes. Great to see and He's a good man. He is a great bloke. And did you, I don't know if you caught it earlier in the week. He, I think it was early in the week or definitely early in the tournament where he said that he wants to be the oldest winner on the DP World Tour. That's like his kind of new goal he set himself. So, And then he almost kind of made that come true straight away. So it would be, it would be an unreal achievement to see him win again yeah, at some would, stage. It would. He's done... A lot of a lot of work on his game when it comes to distance, like a lot of these guys have. But he's doing it in the the latter stage of his career, and it's paid dividends on the Champions Tour. He's gone out there and dominated almost instantly. So yeah, I think that that's a realistic goal for Padraig, and he's and he's playing well enough to do it for sure. Uh, he obviously he's in really good nick. Condition wise, you just look at him, eh? Like he, he just looks like he used to. He doesn't look like anything's changed there. Yeah, I hope I'm fronting up like that at 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about, what are your thoughts on Lowry? Obviously, a disappointing Sunday. Yeah, disappointing Sunday. Sunday. I saw him flub one into the water. That probably sums his, sums his day up. Yeah, just, just couldn't get going, which, it was a course that it felt like if it wasn't happening, it was it was tough. With the wind up, I thought that he was a serious, serious chance. But mm. yeah, just wasn't to be. I don't I don't think you need to really read into that too much. I think it was just a bad day. 
Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he can just build on that the first three rounds anyway and have a good year because he's one of those guys that a lot of people, including myself, really root for. And I'll just, while we're at it, I'll remind the listeners of my prediction for Minwoo Lee to win two times at least this year on the DP World Tour. And I feel quite confident about it after watching him this week. He's There's something compelling about his game for me. He He's just such... I can't quite put a finger on it yet, but he's he's so fun to watch. Yeah, even right until the bitter end, like that that last shot, like a little pitch that he ragged back off the hill to about half a foot to nearly hole it for Eagle to win. Well, to to go to extra holes was was impressive. Um, I'm in the same boat. I've I've more become a fan because you've been such a fan, so I've kind of really found myself um, tuning into his game and, and watching, and he is. There's just something about him, the way he carries himself. He was he was cool to watch last season when he was winning, and I think he's yeah, going to put himself in the mix more often than not, and a big, big event can't be far away. Yeah, he's kind of got that quality you can't, quantify it's just like just a bit of swagger yeah it's, it just seems like he backs himself yeah just you can't coach what he has in, in my opinion it's just it's just a point of difference and yeah it'll be great to see him do good things this year for sure should we move on to the pj tour john Rahm, just again far too good back to back his fourth win and six starts just Talk me through Ram's game, mate. It's just so impressive. Yeah, for sure. I might let's just start with a bit of a recap of that final day. So Raman Davis Thompson, um, the rookie, started the on the last round tied for the lead at twenty three under. And then I guess we might fast forward to the thirteenth where Ram has a one shot lead over Thompson at this point. Then Ram misses the short a short putt on thirteen for par, so they're tied with five to play at this stage, and then they both par fourteen and fifteen, and then Ram manages to lip one in for birdie on sixteen, which he got a bit of a good break there because he got a good um, read from Thompson's putt, and at this stage Montgomery was also lurking one back, but then hits a poor iron shot onto the drink on seventeen to that and makes double, so that was kind of his hopes gone. So then it really came down to those two. And the big moment, I guess, everyone's talking about is that putt on 17 uh, where Thompson rattled one out of there, this putt for birdie. Do you think that was dropping with the flag stick out? Um, I, I'm 80% confident it would have gone in, eh? I really do. What about you? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same, but I was talking to someone tonight who was convinced that it wouldn't have gone in. So it's interesting to see how other people view it. But yeah, yeah. that's interesting actually. Yeah, I most I th- I'd say the consensus would say it would have gone in. A eh? probably yeah. But there's yeah. some pretty funny comments on social media. Like I've got no sympathy for someone who puts the flag in. Like, why do you have it in there? So I yeah. felt for the kid. Yeah. <laughs> do you think he leaves it in again? Do you think he sticks to his guns? 
I don't know. I think I'd be burning it off after that. Yeah. Oh. You? Oh, I can't even touch the hole, mate, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess from there, then um, obviously Ram had a one-shot lead following that birdie on 16 still because they both part the 17th. And Ram just hit, kind of just shut the door on him with a really nice fairway bunker shot to 10 feet. And it was that was all she wrote. It was just almost looked. I wouldn't say never in doubt, but it was just always Ram's tournament, and like he, fuck, he's so solid, and it's just it's hard to see him getting beat in those situations, which is which is great for the tour. I think the more he's in contention, the better, especially for European golf as well. But I just want to talk about a couple of guys down that leaderboard. Yeah, I think like. The thing with him is his floor is so high, it just seems like nothing can really go wrong. Oh, it seems so easy. Like, just hit that little cut, little cut, little cut to everywhere. Oh, just makes and, makes me sick how, how yeah, easy. Yeah, like I would, I would like to provide a bit more insight stats-wise, but we can't this week because the um given it was on three tracks they don't they only have stats for one course so it's it's all over the show none of it's actually very accurate which we've been very vocal on not not loving the multi-course tournaments i don't like two let alone three this week but it just it takes so long for that leaderboard to take shape it's (laughs) It's so frustrating. If you thought the lads had some head noise on Monday, add three golf courses to it. Oh, just, <laughs> just don't know where to look. I think it's like, it's like the PGA Tour. If you, if you want everyone to tune in the whole week, and like at the end of the day, most people only need to tune into the last round. And I'm even, I do that more often than not. There was literally no point watching those first three rounds, really. But, yeah. And, like, I just I just don't think it's a good way to do it. Yeah, it's a broadcasting and a logistical nightmare. Just, yeah, it's... Because it's they, so it's, the reason they do it is because they have some amateur pro-am kind of type event going on at the same time. But I just, I think it's way too much of it. We'll see a few courses as well next week and then we'll see it again at Pebble Beach the week after and it's just uh, too much of it for mine. What are, you, what are your takes on pro-ams? Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll probably get onto it when I, we talk about Pebble Beach in a few weeks, but I just can't stand it. I just I do not want to watch Bill Murray play golf. I just <laughs> couldn't care less. They flog that to death when he plays. Yeah, the, the the Pebble Beach one where just it's just Bill Murray and Ray Romano just <laughs> hitting these these dusty eight irons. Oh, it is it's so so hard to get around. I I don't mind them doing the pro am, but I can imagine as a player it'd be it'd be terrible. It's, but just oh. I don't need it covered. Yeah, it'd be awful. Do you do you think that Ram will end up? Number one by the end of the year? Hmm. It's, we just don't know really, really what Rory's going to – well, you know, you do know Rory's going to come out all guns blazing. So the World Golf Rankings are massive have at the moment anyway, so he easily could be. But 
he also easily couldn't be. I know that's a massive sit on the fence answer, but I think I think we'll see him be world number one at some point this year. But yeah, yeah. he just just keeps winning. It's ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. In terms of probably like it's kind of this isn't going out on a limb either. The three, the two for me that just never have really dud weeks is Rory and Ram and Chef and Ed Scheffler as well. Like those three to me just have this different level of consistency that the kind of others don't have that are kind of around them. Yeah, I I think that's a, a fair take. They they just constantly in the mix. And what do you think? What do you put that down to? Really, like if you could put your finger on it, well, I think if anyone could put their finger on it, they'd they'd be doing it. But what what do you think of it? Is just done, just gifted and better, or I think it's yeah. As you'd, I'd have to do a deep dive stats wise, but I'd say it's probably just not having an over reliance on the putter hmm. because the putter can go on and off a little bit at any level. But I feel like they just they always drive the ball well and 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 all can scramble so I just feel like that's where they get that edge yeah and I think that to add on that a lot of their edge would be mental as well I just think they they don't ex, they expect themselves to not have off weeks as well yeah that's a that's a great point it's so ironic that Rams won this tournament twice now because I don't know if you remember when he sprayed this tournament few years ago no i don't what what happened oh he just called it an effing putting contest and it got like caught on a mic and then like <laughs> afterwards he had an interview about it and he's like oh the video is pretty self-explanatory we're the pga tour we're the best golfers on the planet and we're playing a course we're missing the fairway means absolutely nothing there were times where missing the fairway by an inch was worse than missing the fairway by 20 yards. And then keep ranting. That's but, like, yeah, that... <laughs> but I love, he's he's a traditionalist, isn't he, John Rahm? Like, he kind of cut from the same mould as Rory a bit, I reckon. They just play golf for the right reasons. Yeah. Yeah, that's an outstanding spray. Um, it is pretty funny that he's gone on to win this tournament. By having a good putting week as well, <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> a, re- a really solid week for for Xander made a out- outrageous albatross on the final day, but more more touching on him because he WD last week and looked in quite quite some discomfort, but has obviously come right and is playing. And played really well, so that was quite interesting to see. It's not, it's not often that if you withdraw with like a, a niggly, like a back injury, that you're mm. back playing the next week, especially at an event that's not one of the the designated events that they have now. So I thought that was quite interesting, and it was good to see that it's obviously not that serious, and he's and he's playing really well. Yeah, for sure. I actually. Yeah, so T3 this week, for those that don't know, 10 under final round, which with an albatross, that's always going to help the scorecard, isn't it? But he, I, um, Kyle Porter made an interesting point that, so what happens now is you've got the four, you've got the four majors, 
got the 14 designated events, but then in your contract you have to play 20. So they have to find two more, and that's why this year this tournament got actually a bit of a boost because it fits better in the schedule to get one of them out of the way now, the extra two that you've got to fill. So, yeah, we saw a good field this week, which was cool. Yeah. I think there's going to be a few of those non-designated events that are going to benefit from the assigning of the the designated events by these guys playing playing in them when they're required to, like they did this week. I think there's, but there's also going to be some really weak fields. So I don't, mm. I don't really know who wins. Yeah, it's hard to say. It's real crystal ball stuff. We'll just see how it plays out. Obviously, I'm going to shout out, of course, Taylor Montgomery, fifth this week. Uh, looked like he was going to get second or third at one point, but I, yeah, I was, I was a week late on him. Sorry, a week early on him punt-wise, but he just continues to rack them up, so he's just one to watch. Wasn't a B after he had that a bit of a meltdown on 17, but that's all right. He's, he's going to win this year. I'm quite confident about it. I actually have no doubt he continues to impress me. Another one of AC's boys that I've been subconsciously forced to follow, but I've been glad with it. He's, he's so good to watch. Tom Kim with a solid week too, but yeah. Another one of your boys. <laughs> yeah. And then signs of life for Jason Day, T18. He's changed his swing. It's looking, it's looking better. It doesn't look as thrashy as it was, so... Hopefully he can just keep playing injury-free and I think his game will keep trending if he can. Yeah, it'll be great to see Jay Day in the mix again. What what a player in his heyday, jeez. Yeah. Anyone you want to shout out as well, mate? No, I just think that I just kind of ask you if you thought this was this is going to be the beginning of a career best year for John Rahm. It's Yeah, I think. I think so. If you start with two wins, it's pretty hard to. I, I think it has to be really mm. like. Um, his he had four wins in twenty nineteen, so that will be hard to top. But you'd back him to get pick off two more at least for the rest of the year, and hopefully you can get another one along the way and make it five. And yeah, yeah, he'll be. He'll be all in for a major this year. Geez, like you're running this hot. This is when you can pick them off. But we're still a long way away from Augusta, so a lot of water to go under the bridge. Yeah, for sure, and we might touch on it later. Over on the LPGA Tour, they had their Tournament of Champions this week with Brooke Henderson winning by four over Charlie Hull and Major Stark. She went wire to wire. Not a whole heap of coverage on this in New Zealand, which was pretty disappointing on an unfortunate hour again. But AC, did you catch any of this? I caught some highlights. Uh, the one thing I'll say is Brooke Henderson, it's pretty fun to watch. That golf swing, it's like it's ridiculously long. Like it, yeah. It's it looks like it's longer than Phil Mickelson's to the eye, which is a notoriously long swing. But um, she's always had that talent, hasn't she? Like she's it's her thirteenth win at the age of twenty-five, which is 
nothing to scoff at. Not at all. Putts with the flag stick in as well. Another one. Yeah, we've discussed it, and I just can't get around it. But like, I'm not going to hold it to you personally. But it's just yeah. nah, not for me. <laughs> no, not for me either. Nelly tried her best to run her down, but wasn't quite to be. Um, and one thing I will add is that 18 was a party hole there and it looked pretty loose, which is outstanding to see. Right, I didn't actually see any of that. Is there, have you got any comms, like with anything nah, you saw? There was nothing really like that stood out to me, just a whole heap of just churns and just people on the, on the pen and ink just getting after it, which is, right, okay. which is what go- golf tournaments should be. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, there's a few more of those, like that one we saw in Australia. I think it'll be good for the game. Yeah, we'll be. We'll move on to our playoff holes. We'll kick off with teeing off. <laughs> AC, tee one up, mate. Okay, I'm teeing off about... Um, just where the amount, like how liberally it gets thrown out that people or athletes are stars. Like Fox Sports are the culprits of it. They'll just be like, I know it's a bit of clickbait, but they'll have an article. They'll be like, oh, star in hot water, and you'll click on it. And it'll be like an interchange player in the NRL that you barely have heard of. And you just see it everywhere now. I see it. Star, just, star has to be like top 10 in your field of or sport profession whatever it is to me you can't just be just throwing it out there yeah i i agree it hasn't rubbed me the wrong way like that but i haven't now that you think about it it, it is ridiculous how they do that just oh, i just said in comments all the time everyone's like everyone just fizzes up about them calling stars people stars and i can't agree more have you gone in a comment section about it before nah i'm not <laughs> i'm not one to comment i'll be a bit more inclined on instagram but on facebook like it's a good chance a lot of people see it the way it pops up on feeds yeah Just... yeah yeah <laughs> anyway, um my thing off got this one, mate? yeah i do um keeping on my recent theme of airports i've i'm moving this friday to across the ditch to sydney and just i was only able to check in 40 kilos of checked baggage and when you're moving your whole life over that's a that's not a whole heap and i've been on the phone all day on the i've been on a chat room to just from the air from the airline that i'm flying and they have just been zero help and pretty much just told me that i have to just front it when i get there so I've been throwing shit out left, right, and center, trying to get myself organized, and that's just not made it easy for me. Like, I just need it. Just surely I can just chuck another bag in. Like, obviously wanting to pay, but just, yeah, that's that's well me up. So it's just purely a surprise. They don't even tell you what the fine will be if you get exactly. there the next round. Yeah, so I'm just going to have to get there and, co- like, cop whatever it is. Which I yeah I I can't agree with that. At least just so they know what you're in for. Like obviously, you're gonna pay the extra. That seems ridiculous to me. Yeah, there will obviously be a like a there'll be 
you'll be able to find it somewhere what it is per kg, but I I don't know if I'm ready to stare that in the eyes just yet. Oh, it's better than fright, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. as well. No, you're right. It's probably not even that bad, but and I actually think I'm. You're a rogue operator like that, eh? I'd be <laughs> I'd be working it out. Yeah, it's been um, it's been good though. I've had I've got rid of shit that I don't need. Like, and I've just have to, I've just had to do it. So it, it's partly worked out to be not not the worst thing ever. Hopefully, you just there's nothing. You kind of get there, and you're like, oh shit, I needed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did you have a tough scene this week? No, I didn't actually. Oh, nothing really caught my eye. Yeah, well, I did. So <laughs> I, I was. Kept out in the in the dirt in the field for ninety three overs by AC, AC's Marist crew on the weekend against a a team that was probably a bowling attack that was probably as AC likes to, I've I've quoted has quoted before was impersonating a premier side. He didn't say that, so no one get up in arms. I said that, and I was on the side, but. <laughs> Out there for ninety three overs in the heat, didn't get it, didn't get a bat in my final week in, in Hamilton, which was disappointing. And losing six Pro V ones over the last two days is another one that that always stings. Were they brand new? Few of them were brand new. Couple of them oh. were, couple of them were found but new. But the problem with those ones that you find is they know how to be lost. <laughs> That's something you just hear bantered around at your local country club. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll move on to some listener some listener takes questions, which has been a really popular part of our playoff holes. This one from Matt. What's your take on hitting up on slow golfers? You answer that first. I wanna I wanna hear your thought, thoughts first. <laughs> um well I think it's all dependent on what's in front of them, but if they are holding holding you up, deluxe, and you're you find yourself on the next tee, and there's no one in front of them, and they don't let you through, I reckon it's fair play to just hit up on them. Maybe two holes, give them a couple of holes. Mm. But you normally know if you're holding people up, and people just tend to turn a blind eye. What do you think, AC? I don't want to be the wet blanket, but I, I reckon you need to just give them, like yell out and ask if you can get let through first. I, I just, I reckon one day there's just going to be a really bad scene when someone just cops one on the dome. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, that's that's also fair. Not that I'm a big, I'm not a big hit up candidate. I normally can't yeah. hit it up to them. I don't hit it straight enough. But <laughs> it's. It is it is a massive gripe playing that slow. It is. It does get it does get testy. I must. I'm one that I don't fizz up at them, but I do get grumpy if people hit up on me. Not if it rolls like twenty meters, and you could tell they knew that it would never like hit you hard or just dribble by your feet. That's fine. But if someone flies one over me, I get pretty barred up. What's John? What's John Ram doing differently in 2023? Yeah, so I actually had a little look at that 
And there's nothing really specific. Uh, the only thing that really jumped out to me was he was last year he was plus 0.06 in strokes gained around the green, and now he's plus 0.86. So over over half a shot he's making up around the green, which is significant enough. But I think the big thing is is there's just this narrative last year that he didn't play that well, but like his total strokes gained a 2.2 and the year before when he was playing really well, he was 2.4. So it, it was barely a difference and he had three wins last year. So yeah, I, I think it just got overblown a little bit. Admittedly, his three wins weren't, uh, they weren't necessarily the biggest events. Obviously, Race Dubai was a good one, but the other two were pretty weak fields. But, yeah, I don't think he's doing much differently at all. And the stats back that up. <laughs> well, hard to argue with that. This one from That last one was from Sam. This one's from Jake. When is AC going to punt a winner? Yeah, that's, that's a fair cough. I'll, <laughs> ouch. But... I think oh, I keep changing my theories. I need to stick to my guns. The first week I went for track specialist. The second week I went with my gut and went quite close. And then again this week I went for people that had historically played well at that event and that didn't work out with Cam Davis missing the cut who has a good record around that tournament. So I think this this week I'll go back to my gut and see how we go. But, yeah, it's definitely starting to get worrying. There's a bit of second guessing. I'm all over the show. Yeah, he's starting to trail, but it's so early in the season. I, I I had a bad week this week, and I'm sure we'll discuss that shortly. But I need a we need we need AC in that to get in the green. Yeah, mate, it, it will happen. I'm I'm sure once I just find a bit of rhythm, we'll be sweet. Yeah. Will John Ram win a major this year? This is from Easy Bogies. Yes, I think he will. I think he's only been one at this stage of his career. It's probably underachieving if you're being fed on, but again, the, these days the fields are so strong that it's that it's not that easy just to pick off majors. And I think Tiger Woods kind of gave us like this false sense of security. Like it's just it's not that easy. You've got four cracks a year. You've got a peak at that stage. And also things like draws come into play as well, bit of rub of the green. It's just it's not that easy. But I am gonna say he's gonna win one this year. What about you, mate? Uh no, I don't think he'll win a major this year. Okay. Any reasoning? No, not really. I just I think I've already said on this podcast that maybe five different people that I think is going to win a major. So I probably, I probably need to start cutting that down <laughs> when it comes to the crunch. Fair enough. More, what else have we got? We got pl- just more Ram questions. Return of the Custy. What would world domination look like for Ram over the next 10 years? I'm going to, I'll kick us off on this one. I'm going to say four plus majors. Yeah, you know I think he, that's, yeah. Four was the number I had in my head. You know he's going to pick off a couple of wins this season. 
regardless of how he's playing. So I think he'll be no different to all the other greats and judged in majors. So I think four or five, yeah. Yeah, I can't say I agree with the return of him. He hasn't been anywhere. He's been playing well. Rahm will become number one and stay there for most of the year and continue with multiple wins this year. Hard to argue with that. Yeah, we, we kind of discussed that. I reckon, yeah, I, he'll be in the top two at the end of the year, in my opinion, and, yeah, he'll peel another couple off. That's, yeah, I think it's a very fair take. Looking forward to next week. So 18 times a player's won three in a row, and Tiger has won 14 of those. So John Rahm, potential to be in some elite company this week. What are you looking forward to this week? Say in the 18? Yeah, 18 times a player has won three. three that, ta- that surprises me, eh? That's, that's, a, that's more than I thought. Well, Tiger's really? done 14 of them. Oh, 14 of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you cut out on me there. I, thought, I did, I? I thought, you said, I thought it said four, and I was like, holy. Nah, he's that not, makes yeah. sense now. Always a pretty good field assembled at Tory. So yeah. should be pretty good watch. Biggest thing is I'm looking forward to seeing Rory back uh, on the DP World Tour. So that will be really cool to see. Yeah. And Kiwi's back in action again next week and Danny Lee coming off the back of a really nice finish this week, T16. So hopefully more, more of the same from him and hopefully Foxy betters his efforts. Yeah, I had Danny Lee on my run sheet and we both skimmed past it. But, um, yeah, definitely shout out him. He's, it was good to see him have a good week. And these, these early setups that are a bit easier actually set up for him, eh? he, he makes a lot of birdies. He always yeah. has. Nah. Actually, one other thing I want to bring up just from this week is Thompson, five eagles in the first two rounds of the tournament. That was outrageous. Yeah, that is you just should be illegal to make numbers like that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It, it, it is it's a gettable golf course and he was getting after it. So Yeah. Yeah, mate. Anyway, all the best uh with your move. Obviously next oh. time we do this pod will be uh, oh, time, you'll be in difference. time difference. Time yeah. difference. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. To see so, yeah, how that plays out. How the logistics work. Now looking forward to it. So yeah, just a, a bit more to do. So yeah, it'll be it's nerve wracking, but it'll be it'll be great. So we'll, I'm looking forward to ripping in over there, and I'm sure the listeners will keep posted on on how I'm going. But you you have a gun the rest of your week, and we'll link up for a couple more podcasts shortly. But. Enjoy the rest of your week, AC, and cheers, listeners, for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Just go home! Cheers, mate. Just go home! Are you